disturbing from my slumber. I am the eternal dragon. Now make your first wish. Your wish has been granted. Here is your host, Tim Bridgewater. Hello and happy new year to everyone out there. This is episode 45 of Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater. Uh, Happy new year, happy 2018, and also happy one year anniversary to Rock the Dragon podcast. Yeah, I know. Uh, For some reason, I didn't think about it the day of, but (laughs) recently I realized that the podcast has actually been out for about a year now, January 4th. 2017 uh episode zero of the podcast was uploaded and shared with the world and here we are january 7th is the day i'm now recording this podcast so uh, a lot of stuff to celebrate right brand new year happy one year anniversary to rock the dragon podcast some of you may have already noticed if you've liked the facebook page facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast you see that i made a little video about it just saying thank you to everyone so i won't go into all of that again if you want to see that head over to the facebook page I just figured I'd make a video. I was probably just going to make a little image or something like that to post and just say, let everybody know about the anniversary, but I wanted it to be a little bit more personal. So I made a little video. So if you haven't seen that yet, make sure, make sure you head over to facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast. Give that page a like, uh, I hope everyone had a great, fantastic Christmas and holiday time and new years and everything like that we're now in 2018 it's an exciting time it's, it's time to see where what's going to happen next with dragon ball super for those of us who only watch the english dub <laughs> because we don't know yet at least for the most part uh so i'm excited and i'm excited to 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 keep this going with you guys and um make sure you let me know what you'd like to see or hear in 2018 uh you know i go into a lot more detail about this over on that video so make sure you just leave me a post uh, just leave me a comment under the video, you know, just kind of answering some of those questions if you don't mind. Uh, of course, we're just coming off of our Christmas bonus episode, which is something that I'm sure most of you noticed so far. That was just something I was trying to do for fun, just as a little bonus thing, little Christmas gift for you guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. I talked about uh, Justice League. I talked a little bit about Dragon Ball Evolution. And then, of course, I also talked about the potential of disney now possibly having the rights to uh dragon ball in terms of a live action movie so if that's something that you want to check out make sure you go back and listen to the bonus christmas episode also on that episode i announced the winner of our latest giveaway remember that (laughs) the goku spirit bomb lamp as well as the rock the dragon uh t-shirt once again congratulations to jamie moholland um you should be getting that uh i Jamie, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> I still haven't gotten it yet. I ordered it. It has to come from overseas somewhere. So once I get it, then I'll ship it to you. And I believe you're actually in another country too. So it may take a while <laughs> to get to you. But don't worry, it's definitely coming. Just be patient with me. Thank you so much for entering the giveaway. There will be more giveaways at this year. So stay tuned. I have an idea. Uh, for a giveaway for episode 50 but until I narrow it down and make sure it's something I want to do that's all I'll say for now but just make sure you keep your eyes on the Facebook page and as always keep listening to the podcast Um, once again I didn't mention this earlier but you guys should know this by now I hosted two other podcasts one of them was called Geekly Dose uh, where we talk about everything geek so a lot of this Justice League stuff and the DC Marvel stuff we talked about a lot over on that podcast that podcast is a little bit old now but uh, I recently found out that there have been I have some listeners that are, have gone back to listen to that. 
and they liked it and they enjoyed it and they wish it would have never ended. So that's cool. Maybe the same thing will happen to you. If, if it gets enough listens, hey, there's no limit to what can happen here. <laughs> as far as I'm aware of uh, and concerned, Geekly, those is pretty much done. But never say never, right? Obviously, if any of this stuff gets enough traction behind it, there's a possibility of it coming back. Uh, but right now, I definitely want to focus on Rock the Dragon because that's this is kind of my thing and this is where my fan base sin- tends to be at this point in time. But you can always go check that out as well as Republic City Report, Legend of Korra podcast for anybody who's looking to get in the Legend of Korra. Check that show out. I did do a podcast covering that show as well. Uh, everything from book two until the very end. I didn't I didn't do book one, but you can find a little bit of a recap over there uh, of book one as well. So if you find yourself on iTunes, you can go ahead and check those two podcasts out as well as Stitcher.com. Uh, speaking of iTunes, I do have a new iTunes review that I want to read. Um, yeah, if you ever want to leave me a review on iTunes, make sure you, you just go over and handle that. I've been getting a pretty steady stream of them lately, which is so cool. So I want to thank everyone who's been taking the time to do that. Just ask them. It doesn't take very long. If you even want to just leave a rating, I want to thank those of you who have just been leaving ratings because right now there are more ratings than there are reviews, which means some of you, you may not have the time to leave a review. You may just be better at just doing a rating. That's fine. Uh, you know, make sure you leave me a five star rating over there on iTunes. That might be something easier for you to do. So thank you guys who have done that. But I did get a review that I want to read here from Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> I get that. I've seen The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, it's a five star rating. It says here, Tim is really good. And it reads, I don't think people realize how rare it is to find someone dedicated enough to do a solo podcast in Dragon Ball Super, but be cool enough to pull it off. It's nice to hear someone cover what is considered a nerd, quote unquote, subject matter in a completely normal way. I'm only on episode 31, but so far I think he's been great. Amanda Hug and Kiss, thank you so much for saying that. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> thank you. I don't know what else to say. That's incredibly flattering. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've been getting um, new likes lately over there. I've been getting people. Uh, I've been getting a couple messages. Of course, the review is always good. So it's always nice to know when people are enjoying the show. I can't stress that anymore. So by all means, if you have anything positive you want to say, it doesn't all have to be positive. I don't want to say, you know, obviously, if there's a disagreement or something, well, you can send me an email about that as well. We can talk about it. That's the beauty of this podcast is that I'll read your email regardless. You know, we don't listen to previous episodes. We don't always agree completely on things, but for the most part, conversation here has been pretty good and pretty civil so uh, by all means you know if you have anything you want to say uh, for our, our segment called what are you saying make sure you send me an email at rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com with that being said i'm going to switch over into that segment right now i did get an email here um it was almost about two weeks ago but remember we had a break so sorry rick blackbeard it took me a little while to get to your email but uh, it's really just some quick comments that you wanted to say here, so I'll just read that right quick. Uh, Rick writes, hey Tim, Rick Blackbeard here, just wanted to say Merry Christmas and I hope you had a good one. As of this email, I haven't had a chance to listen to the bonus episode, but I look forward to listening to it tomorrow while at work and hearing who the big winner of your awesome giveaway is. Well, that's it for now. Just wanted to say those few things. Thanks for everything you do, Rick Blackbeard. Rick, 
Thank you so much, my friend. Always good to hear from you. I'm sure you're caught up by now, so you know who the winner is and all that. <laughs> so Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Happy New Year's to you and everything else, my friend. So uh, I also have a, this is more recent. I have a message here from Brent. Uh, Brent, longtime listener, one of the first people that I recall reaching out to me on the podcast. So very much appreciated, my friend. Uh, it says here, happy one year anniversary, man. Thanks for giving us great reviews of Dragon Ball Super. If I had a favorite podcast, it might be the one following the one where Vegeta destroyed Magetta with an epic final flash, I think, which I believe you remixed with some Bruce Falconer. I felt like you were just as excited as I was about how that concluded and how it was like old DBZ. As for new things you can do, are there currently any other anime shows you're watching? For me, it's not really anime, but Rick and Morty has me obsessed. It's definitely a certain kind of humor, not for everyone, but I think it's hilarious. I also saw in your anniversary video, you had a couple of cool blades and a katana or two, and I think some interesting artwork. I think it's always cool to see how other people set up their workspace. That might be an interesting video as well. Brent, as always, thanks a lot for writing in. Yeah, thank you for the anniversary wish. Uh, yeah, you were there pretty much at the beginning. I was looking back at the first message that you sent me. And that was, um, of course, now I can't find it or it's taking forever to load. And this is where I stall. Okay, yeah, January 19th, you, you messaged me for the first time. So that was, you know, about 12, you know, 15 or so days, two weeks maybe. Uh, after um, the first episode was released. So that's pretty cool. Um, you may have been one of the first people to, to stumble upon it. So uh, happy anniversary to you too, man, as being, <laughs> for being an awesome fan. Um, also, yeah, okay, so that was your favorite, yeah. In the video, I also asked if you had any favorite memories of the podcast or favorite episodes. You can post it under there, you know, just kind of reminisce a little bit with me. I know we're only 45 episodes into this thing. It's technically 48 Okay, if you count episode zero in the Halloween episode and the Christmas episode, but for just the sake of keeping shit organized and easily, you know, identifiable, we just I don't count those. Right. So this is technically still episode 45. So episode 50 will still be in five weeks. Uh, but Yeah. So if you have any favorite memories or anything like that, and you want to find that post, find the video, just post them below and I'll I'll. I'll you know, I'll read some of those. I did get a message from the Kakarot's Bane Facebook page. I assume that was Seth over there. Thank you, as always, for the kind words. And you said you were also a fan of the videos. So in 2018, you'd like to see more videos. And Brent, you were saying the same thing here. Um, you notice some of the things I have in my office in the video. And you think it's cool. You, being, you think it'd be cool for me to just kind of talk about some of that stuff. If that's something that the rest of you would like to see as well, let me know. I wouldn't have a problem with doing that. I do have some cool things. I have some cool stuff on my walls. I have uh, some cool action figures. You can kind of see some of that in the background in the video. But if you'd like a more detailed look at any of that, just let me know. Now, to answer your question about uh, is there any other anime that I'm watching right now? Uh, the answer is no. Um, you know, I, I kind of dipped back and forth into One Punch Man. Uh, there's obviously not a lot of episodes of that out, but I, I did watch some of that. Uh, I've watched season one, I think, of Attack on Titan in Japanese. That was a couple years ago, though. And I know that they've released season two since then, 
but it, it's been kind of difficult and I guess I probably haven't tried as hard as I possibly could <laughs> but it's been a little difficult trying to find a good place to watch season two what I what I'd like to do is rewatch season one now that there's an English dub for it and then watch season two in English as well um, but it's, the last time I checked season one of attack on titan was not available on netflix in english now maybe something has changed since then or it was maybe only available in the uk or something weird like that um but i'd like to get back into that show but other than that i'm not really watching anything else anime related uh and yeah i have a bunch of friends that watch rick and morty and they talk about it all the time i just haven't had a chance to sit down and really try to get into that uh, but yeah video wise you know maybe we can do a couple more things i want to throw out the possibility of just doing facebook live every now and then i don't know exactly what i talk about or when i do it <laughs> but yeah i'll leave that up to you guys if that's something that you'd like to see every now and then i can come on the podcast we can pick a certain time of day i can announce it i can go live and then you can just ask me whatever you want um so that might be something that's cool too as well so uh but i need your feedback so by all means make sure you let me know just drop me an email Rock the Dragon Podcast at gmail.com. Leave me a comment, send me a message on the Facebook page, etc. You you know how to do it. So, uh, Brent, thanks a lot for that message. Okay, so I think I got all the preliminary 2018 shit out of the way. <laughs> I think now it's time to transition into the episode talk for this week. Of course, this episode of Rock the Dragon Podcast, episode 45, will cover episode 45 of Dragon Ball Super titled Vegeta Disappears, Menace of the Duplicate Vegeta. Now, if you recall, uh, last time we got an episode, a couple weeks ago, you know, we left off on a little bit of a cliffhanger sort of a situation. Um, this was a, there was a big discovery that I made, and I'm not, once again, I'm not claiming to be the first person to discover it, <laughs> but I know that I definitely discovered it on my own without any outside assistance. Um, that brian drummond the original ocean dub vegeta voice actor is actually doing the voice of this duplicate vegeta now that's just something that i picked up on when i was watching the previous episode as well as watching the preview for this episode and i shortly confirmed by watching the credits after that that it was in fact him uh still one of the coolest things i think they've ever done i mean i i mean shit somebody was really thinking when they made that decision, someone at Funimation or, or, or otherwise said, hey, why not get Brian Drummond in here to do it as a nod to the fans, right? As people who grew up watching the Ocean dub like I did before Funimation, you know, started doing their own um, in-house dubbing. Uh, so I, I and I'm a big Brian Drummond fan. Remember, if you listen to episode zero, I talked about this a lot uh, that I really, really liked that voice in a lot of ways. I felt like it was almost uh, better for the early version of Vegeta. Now, I love Christopher Sabat's voice, and I think it works perfectly for where Vegeta is now as a character. But in some ways, that old version of Vegeta where he was really short and his hair was really big and he was just mad. You know what I mean? He was evil. I really liked Brian Drummond's voice. So I think it's pretty cool that they brought him back for this. Um, it almost makes you wish that there was something more serious going on here, because even though, you know, they mentioned the possibility of this superhuman water being a threat to the universe, we all know that this is still kind of filler, right? So <laughs> I don't expect this arc to last very long. This is definitely, you know, 
in between sort of fighting. So it almost seems like I, I almost wish he could have come back for something a little bigger. But hey, beggars can't be choosers, right? I still think it's a, a very cool sort of a thing that they did here. Now, as much as I like all of this and this and, and where this is going, um, especially with the with Brian Drummond being brought back, there is still something that bugs me a little bit about this whole when they start talking about absorbing people for their powers in the episode. Well, you know, where have we heard that before? Right. See that <laughs> I was watching the episode and I said, shit, they're talking about absorbing powers again. And that's just something that wore out its welcome for me in Dragon Ball Z. Okay, I mean, we had androids, uh, androids 19 and 20 that would absorb energy, cell absorbed people and their powers, boo absorbed people and their powers, and now here's another example of someone absorbing powers. So in that way, it's just a little bit annoying, I think, but um, I mean, they are doing it in a different way, and that's what I do kind of like here, and not only that, we get uh, sort of some backstory on it too which is cool, but we'll get to that in a minute. So we jump back into where we left off last. Vegeta is basically uh, trying to challenge this duplicate Vegeta. Um, he tries to launch a Gallic gun at him. Uh, but of course, this thing has absorbed all of his powers, so he can't do anything. And the duplicate launches a Gallic gun back just to kind of further showcase the fact that, hey, this duplicate now has all of Vegeta's abilities. At the very least, we know that. Um, now, we get an indication that that's not all he absorbed because there's a moment where Grill tells him to absorb Trunks, but he says, wait a second, that's Trunks. We can see a moment of hesitation in his face, and this is something that Vegeta picks up on as well. So at this point, we're starting to kind of understand there's a little bit more to this than this just being an evil copy of Vegeta. He's obviously absorbed some of his thoughts and maybe some of his emotions and things like that. Uh, but so he ultimately he still tries to go through with it. But then Jacos, you know, shows up out of nowhere with his little ray gun and actually kind of saves the day, <laughs> which was kind of cool because, well, you know, let's let's find something for Jaco to do that's useful here. Uh, so, yeah, so that happens and everybody they use this opportunity to just kind of fly away now. Now, since they've escaped and they kind of have a moment to catch their breath and kind of recuperate here for a second, this is a good opportunity for us to get a little exposition, you know, kind of backstory to kind of explain what's going on here. Everybody's kind of throwing around these theories. You know, Vegeta has an idea. Jaco has an idea. Uh, but the guy, Potage, pretty much says, OK, you guys are close, but here's the actual, you know, here's the actual story behind it, because as far as they can tell, the superhuman water just you know increases the power of people that are affected by it but there's a, a nice little explanation here that gives us some backstory we actually get to kind of see some of it so potage pretty much starts to break down this story essentially what happens here is that in the history of potafu uh they had wars and they were always being sort of attacked and things like that so they discovered the superhuman water as sort of a biological weapon uh, that could be used to absorb the powers of their enemies, right? But what happened was is that it started to absorb so much evil energy that it kind of succumbed to that. Uh, it, and then so the superhuman water became sentient, I guess you would say, 
and you know instead of just increasing the powers of people it actually started making duplicates of them well it, it was doing it was making duplicates anyway <laughs> but the duplicates started to become evil too because they absorbed so much evil they were the result of so much evil energy so what happened was it started to spread these duplicates started murdering people and stuff like that um, so as sort of a last result the people of Potifu had to sort of develop a sealing sort of um, uh, antidote and then they t I believe they took the antidotes and then they kind of sacrificed themselves to the superhuman water by letting themselves be absorbed thus destroying all of the duplicates uh, so they kind of you know all the people on this planet with the exception of Potage you know he's the last one standing which he, he shakes his ass uh, <laughs> a couple good times in there to remind us and show us how excited he was about that. Uh, but yeah, so they may, you know, the, the people of this planet basically sacrifice themselves just so it wouldn't get out. Now, what I don't understand here, and may, maybe I missed something here, is that there was definitely some superhuman water left, right? Because Potage sealed it away. I don't understand why he wouldn't have just destroyed the remainder of it. Uh, if anyone has any sort of ideas on that, <laughs> Make sure you send me an email. It seemed a little bit silly that he would have let any of that stuff survive. Now, maybe he's thinking that, well, maybe one day it could still be used for something good. Maybe, but I don't know. Uh, so essentially, he sealed it away until this point, And this is kind of where we catch up with the present. And, you know, these 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 other marauders kind of show up and they, they took the stuff. And uh, I actually kind of like a good bit of this because we get to see what happened. Because you... If, if you remember in episode 44, I mentioned the fact that on the last episode, it felt like there was a whole scene that was missing. One minute, Trunks and Goten and, and Monaco were tied up. The next minute, when they went back to them, they were free and they were on the run. Well, this episode actually shows us what happened during that block of time. Um, so we actually see the superhuman water getting out and them uh, breaking free and escaping and, and, and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool i wasn't expecting that i just thought hey they just freaking forgot <laughs> they just left out this entire scene but no they actually put it in this episode i guess to just kind of further enhance this story that's being told so that's kind of cool but we also find out in this moment too this is where we find out because vegeta remember vegeta noticed that his duplicate actually hesitated to attack trunks so this is kind of where we find out that not only did he absorb Vegeta's powers, but he also kind of has his personality, right? So these same faults and traits and things that, that you, Vegeta has, this duplicate also has. So in that sense, he, he would hesitate to absorb someone's powers because Vegeta would never do that. And also Trunks is his son. So there's some part of this duplicate that has a little bit of a, you know, um, affection for trunks okay so hopefully they will find a way to exploit that at some point <laughs> because it's definitely a weakness that this duplicate has and what also is very interesting about this is that even though vegeta knows that this duplicate needs to be stopped he's <laughs> it's still his duplicate so he's still super like prideful about it he's saying that well you know i don't even want my duplicate to be a puppet to someone else because at this point they are on the impression that the duplicate is still under control of the superhuman water or, or grill or whoever is controlling all of this now so 
that's Vegeta for you right there. He doesn't even want his duplicate to be controlled by someone else, uh, which is very Vegeta-like. So I can't, I can't argue with any of that. Now, there's also a point where Vegeta asks the question, hey, what happens to the people who uh, were, whose powers were absorbed by the superhuman water? And it just kind of becomes clear that eventually they die, but there's a slow process where they kind of start to uh, disappear. Okay, so this is where the title of the episode comes in. They, st- they sort of start to just kind of fade away, and then we can only assume at that point they die. So that's slowly starting to happen to Vegeta, and we see that it's already happened to the other people. So basically what happens here is that they need to defeat the duplicate in order for Vegeta to not die. So... Um, the whole time the duplicate and grill are just kind of flying to where everyone is they get there we get goten and trunks ready to fight i think at this point we know what's about to happen everyone's favorite character shows up go tanks now here's what i want to ask because i got into this a little bit on the previous episode of the podcast and uh no one really uh responded to it <laughs> uh but i'm, I'm seriously con- i'm seriously uh curious do you like Gotenks? Because remember, just from what I've witnessed as a Dragon Ball fan, okay, just over the years, you know, over the past 20 years or whatever, uh, is that I come across people who really don't like Gotenks. And uh, I just don't know if that's like uh, a sort of a, 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 you know, universal sort of a thing. If there are people that like Gotenks, if there are people that love Gotenks, remember, I said that I'm a little bit indifferent on Gotenks. Um, I'm not crazy about Gotenks, but I also don't like him. I kind of just don't care. I mean, because while he can be good for some comedic relief, a, a very situ, a very serious situation can turn humorous all of a sudden when he gets involved. Um, and so far, he hasn't really done any. I think, I think if they let Gotenks do something significant, that would sort of change people's minds right because all he really does is show up do a bunch of silly moves get his ass beat and then that's it so <laughs> if they if they kind of just let him do something which is why in a minute i'll tell you probably what my biggest disappointment of this episode was uh, but i'll get to that in a minute but i i think you know if they give a, if they give Gotenks some more important stuff to do maybe people will be more okay with it now it's you know it's kind of nice to see him again um because anything that reminds me of dragon ball z is a good thing for the most part uh some of the animation here when when he finally goes super saiyan 3 is a little spotty and the art doesn't look that great but you know what can you do but here's what i'm wondering and i think i'm going to actually make a separate Facebook post about this because I'm really, 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 really want to know. What do you think of Gotenks? Do you like him? What do you like about him? Do you not like him? Why don't you like him? Uh, I'm going to make a post about it on Facebook. If you're interested in answering that question, head over there, find a post, leave me a comment. I'll read some of your responses on air from the next episode and we'll kind of talk about it. This is something new that I want to try in 2018. I kind of want to give you guys a specific question about something Dragon Ball related whether it be in general or just for the episode itself. I'll make a post about it. You guys, we can talk about it there. I can come on the podcast, read your responses, and then we can have a little fun, you know, get you guys involved a little bit more here. So uh, that'll be our first one for 2018. 
what's up with Gotenks? <laughs> do you like them? Do you not like them? Go find that post. Should be up. Okay, so back to the fight. Um, so yeah, once again, Gotenks goes level three. Uh, Animation-wise, just doesn't look the greatest. I mean, it all, it all, it's always challenging to draw that much hair on a character and have it look right. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and somebody, you know, we st we're still in this phase where we're getting spotty animation every now and then. It has gotten a lot better overall, but it's still not great. And then the, the design of Gotenks just makes it weird anyway because he's so small, but yet he's got this massive hair. So basically, you know, he gives it his best shot. He, you know, I'm not going to talk too much about this. He kind of unleashes some of his biggest moves. I mean, he didn't do the ghost thing, but <laughs> he pretty much did everything else and nothing really works. He just kind of gets slapped away, punched down, beat up because uh, one thing they did make sure to emphasize several times in this episode is that this duplicate is just as strong as Vegeta. Um, which I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, you know, I don't, I don't want to dig too deeply into this because, well, it, things just don't add up when you do that. <laughs> In the Dragon Ball world, if you question things too much, you will find a million plot holes and shit. But I, I just thought it was kind of interesting how he, when he absorbed Vegeta's powers, Vegeta was in his normal state. Um, so does that mean that his powers are limited to the normal state? I'm assuming not because they're making it seem like he's strong enough to where he's basically Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. Um, so I, I think it's safe to assume that this duplicate has the powers of Super Saiyan Blue, even though I wish they kind of would have, you know, explained that a little bit more. But basically they're doing all this to just show how strong he is and that Gotenks is no match Vegeta's obviously no match at this point uh, all we have is Jaco and, and and Monaco who's going into another trance because when people power up for some reason he goes into a trance which hopefully they don't abandon that and they still explain to us at some point so I don't know man who's left any suggestions anybody know him? oh wait there's Goku now when they when <laughs> when they switched over to Goku and King Kai's planet, a part of me was super refreshed. It was like, oh my boy, I get to see him again. But then I was like, here we go. They're gonna find a way to force Goku into this fight, and they do that. So we we see Goku and King Kai, on King Kai's planet. I think he's eating or something like that. And King Kai, for some reason out of nowhere, gets this little sort of indication. This little you know, buzz and his with his antennas that lets him know that Gotenks is fighting someone. Um, I thought it was a little bit weird how that just kind of popped up out of nowhere as if he has some sort of an alarm that goes off when certain people fight. Like, I didn't think it was going to happen like that. I thought maybe he would be searching the universe for something and he would stumble upon that. But no, he just kind of got like this little alert, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so of course he let Goku know about it because then Goku decided to use his sensing abilities and he said oh it feels like Gotenks is fighting Vegeta so of course he's going to go and, and peep that out and see you know what's going on so you know fights going on Gotenks gets whipped splits back into Goten and Trunks Goku shows up on Potafu. Um and of course he has to get into the fight now they they 
take a couple moments to explain to him exactly what's going on. And there's two Vegetas and he's confused. He actually has some pretty good lines here, though, which I really liked. <laughs> he's saying that it's kind of weird that there's a purple Vegeta, but there's also another Vegeta who's see-through. So that's weird, too. I, I kind of I pretty much I liked a good bit of that. Um, but I die. Here, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Can we just have one fight without Goku getting involved? I mean, this is just another example of them of, of them relying on Goku for everything. And I think that that's not the way to go in Dragon Ball Super. And I don't know if this will change or not. Obviously, this is only episode 45. And hell, most some of you have seen the, J- the Japanese episodes, so you know if it'll change or not. But right now, I don't want them to have to bring Goku in at the last minute to solve all the problems. Now, I haven't seen episode 46 yet. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe he won't be the one to defeat Duplicate Vegeta. You know, maybe they'll do something interesting and and change things up. I think that'd be very cool. I personally would have liked to have seen Gotenks defeat Duplicate Vegeta. That would have been a good opportunity to try to bring those Gotenks haters over to the other side and say, okay, here's a really cool fight with Gotenks where he does something significant. And not only that, we can add some emotional depth to it because he's essentially fighting his father, at least the Trunks side of him. But even the Goten side of him is going to have some affection for Vegeta too. So I thought it would have been a really good opportunity for them to have a good battle where essentially he has to destroy this duplicate but he's a little bit conflicted about it because he feels like he's fighting his dad. So that would have been a good opportunity to not only showcase Gotenks in a better light and have him actually do something significant for once, but then to have a little fun with emotion and, you know, story here. But they do neither. They take the easy route <laughs> and they fucking bring Goku back in. Oh, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe that'll change. But Goku's here now and obviously, you know, he's going to fight duplicate Vegeta and then we're just going to kind of see what happens and that's essentially where the episode ends um, alright but there was actually I forgot there was also a moment here where we kind of realized that this Vegeta can't be troll, uh, controlled either because he destroys the one person that's kind of trying to control him so uh, if anything this episode is really good at reminding us of what Vegeta was like when he first arrived on Earth you know because man the second he realized Nappa <laughs> was too weak to do anything he destroyed Nappa and this and not only so this is very nostalgic for me in, in several ways because of that but not only that we have Brian Drummond doing the voice so it takes me right back to Ocean Dub Toonami Dragon Ball Z uh, so I appreciate this episode so much for doing that uh, but this other stuff, well, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe they'll find a way to give us a good fight here between these two. Um, and maybe we won't. Maybe it'll have some kind of silly conclusion. I don't know. But that's essentially the episode. They kind of power up. And now we're going to have to wait the next episode to see what happens. Okay. <laughs> so that about does it for the episode talk for this week. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about any of that, as always, what are you saying? Send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast.com at gmail.com please 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 go over to facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast uh there's some likes trickling in over there but we still have a long way to go i think 
Uh, I mean, I just celebrated 100 likes a couple of weeks ago, and now we're somewhere around 130, 40, I think. Hell, let's go ahead and take it on a 200. Why not? Let's see how quickly we can get to 200. Those of you who are coming in new to the podcast, go like the page. It's only going to help things. Trust me. <laughs> it's only going to help. And it will be worth your while to like the page. And also, once again, if you have anything you want to say, uh, send me an email. Anything positive you want to say, head over to iTunes. Leave me a review over there. Uh, I'm happy to be back. It was nice to have a little bit of break. But I'm also happy to be back uh, breaking things down for you, for you guys. So uh, stay tuned. Episode 50 will be here soon enough. I'm going to try to do something special for that. Hell, if you listen to episode 25, you know there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that I could possibly do. Uh, as well as the bonus episodes and the Halloween episodes and all that. So I try to keep it moving, but I need you guys' help. I need to stay motivated, so help me stay motivated. Share the page, share the podcast, keep listening, rate, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Thank you so much. Okay, so until next time for Rock the Dragon Podcast, I'm Tim Bridgewater, and I'll see you guys next time.